everyone, this is April. And this is Jill. And we are the Sweet and Spicy Chicks. Chicks. Thanks so much for joining us. Today we have decided to do something a little different. Yeah. We're going to do a Get Real bonus episode, a throwback of our childhood movies. Yes. And what are we doing? We are going to do Top Gun Maverick. I'm a huge fan of the original, mm-hmm. and April is too, hopefully, after this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we decided that over Memorial Day weekend that we would take matters into our own hands and actually do a podcast episode on um, both of our experiences in the theaters, number yes. one, and uh, review the Top Gun Maverick sequel movie. So we're super excited. We are. And I don't know if you guys have been to the movie theater, but I just have to say the etiquette has gone downhill. Was it bad? It was very bad for my experience. Ours was too. What the heck? I'm like, I'm paying good money for these tickets. And what is going on with people? There was people cussing, people yelling at each other, people on the phone talking, having their kids talk to their grandparents, FaceTime. (laughs) (laughs) When you told me that, I was like, what? So I just had to throw that out there. Like, Grandma, the movie's starting. I had to go. And it was in the middle of the movie. I'm like, it's one thing if you're doing it before or something, but no. Let's hope that family's not listening to us right now. Maybe. (laughs) That was me. But I was just, yeah, maybe it wasn't. I was just like, okay, people, it's time to get a little bit more etiquette for yeah. the movie theater. Maybe people forgot with COVID post post pandemic. I'm like, we're not in our house. Like, how little this common courtesy? Theater at home. <laughs> no, you are actually at a Harkins. <laughs> So anyways, moving right along as Jill likes us. Yeah. We got we got a taste of April when she's spicy. Yes. And I have another secret to share with you guys. Well, that wasn't really a secret. But I never actually watched the first Top Gun. Well, now it's not a secret. I know. <laughs> and now, I know, I know. I, I did not rock. know you didn't see it. I didn't. I watched, like, parts of it with my husband and stuff. But I was so busy. We were doing the other episode, and I was doing all this stuff. So yeah. he, like, had it in the background, but I couldn't watch the whole thing. So he gave me, like, the top points like this is happening this is happening and he gave you the top overview of top gun that's right (laughs) you still have to go see it it's so good i will i tried to today and they took it off netflix i know they did like come on netflix bring it back (laughs) i have that literally in my notes if you did not see it by may 31st netflix pulled it (laughs) and i did not know i went today and i'm like where is it (laughs) i'm like sorry people (laughs) but i think what is important to call out is you did not have to see the first top gun to understand this Top Gun. So there are, like, fragments that you have context to, but they didn't make it so that they assumed everyone yes. has seen it, which I really liked. I did too, and yeah. they wove it in kind of with the flashbacks they and did. things so that even like people like me, I'm like, okay, I know what's going on. You kind of understand now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I totally yeah. agree. It wasn't hard to get the plot and to no. jump right in. I was like, okay, that's No, cool. it wasn't a complex <laughs> No. I love it. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> so, do you want to take the overall plot? Sure, I'll take the plot. Do okay. you have anything else you want to, I don't want to cut off your theater 
You're no, I'm good. <laughs> I got my, my little rant in. <laughs> okay. No, I love it. So the overall plot is set 36 years past the original one. So my age. It came out when I was zero. And now <laughs> the sequel is here. Um, and it follows Pete Mitchell, a.k.a. Maverick played by Tom Cruise, who is returning to the Naval Strike Fighter Tactics Instructor Program, <laughs> otherwise, <did> really well. <laughs> otherwise known as Top Gun. Yeah. Um, and I know that a lot of people are like, what... What he carries into this film, which we'll get into, really is the basis for part of the plot. And we're definitely going to get into that. But just for those that really haven't seen it either, it's essentially about um, Tom Cruise's character Maverick going back to the Top Gun school where he was previously a student and now being an instructor. Um so this movie's also going to follow kind of the same plot line as the original with some nuances, but it's essentially about a group of elite fighter pilots in the Navy that come to the school, of which Tom Cruise is about to be an instructor for, um, and they're learning to complete missions essentially as a team. Um, and this one, I think the basis, or I don't think, I just, we got out of the movie so we know, <laughs> is around a nuclear site that they're trying to disarm. Yeah. So that's plot in and of itself. Anything that you would add? No, I think that was really good. Okay. Pretty good. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have for characters, and I didn't put all of the names of the, the actual actors in yeah. here because it would just take that's too long. That's hard. I said, of course, Tom Cruise. We all know him. <laughs> yes, we do. I said, even if I live under a rock, I know him, guys. <laughs> so we have Captain P. Maverick Mitchell, who's, of course, played with a legendary Tom Cruise, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. and then Admiral Tom Iceman Kaczynski. I think that's how you say his name. Is yeah. Right? Okay. And then Penny. And that's Val Kilmer. Everybody. Everybody. That's <laughs> One of the Batmans. <laughs> One of the many. <laughs> and then we have Penny, Phoenix, Bradley Bradshaw, a.k.a. Rooster, who is Goose's son from the first Top Gun. Mm-hmm. And then Phoenix. And these are all call names that they have. Yeah. So, like, they have other acting names and are the other names, but we're just doing the, the call names. So, Phoenix, Hangman, Payback, Coyote, Fanboy, Yale, Bob, Harvard, Omaha, Fritz, Halo, Hondo, Cyclone, which is a.k.a. Admiral Simpson, Warlock, and then Admiral Kane. So that was a lot. Yeah. But at least it's not as complex as some of the other ones we've done. Oh, Thank I know. God. It was actually quite easy. I'm like, okay, I can get this. What was the <laughs> one that had like 111 main characters? Death on the Nile. Oh. Yeah. That was hard. That it, was rough. It was a lot. Yeah. So themes, visit it. Yeah. Did you have any that popped out at you? Um, I love teamwork, mm-hmm. and I also felt like one of the themes was a perceived betrayal. Yes. Those are mine. Yep. And then I have the grief and loss that you see dealt with, forgiveness and redemption, which I really liked. Yeah. Bravery, honor, loyalty, love, and friendship. Yeah. So friendship was ones. a big one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then would you watch this movie with your kids as we like to ask each other? Yes, I definitely would. And I actually, you would appreciate this. I have this in my notes. I'm actually <laughs> just remembering off the top of my head is the, if you go back to the original, mm-hmm. there is a very like intense love scene. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that in this one. Yeah. It was Actually, a very no, soft... I had that in my notes, too. Did you? Yes, we'll I get into that later. <laughs> I know my partner, okay? Yes. I knew she was... And I it. took my kids, guys. And my older son, that's maybe one thing, but my 10-year-old daughter, so I was a little bit like, oh, I don't know, this fine. is PG-13, but yeah, it, it was. was. It was a very clean... 
movie. Like, very limited amounts of cussing. Um, yeah. A I was couple. surprised. I was like, I could actually watch this with my parents. Yeah. So, I could <laughs> yeah. definitely watch yeah. with my kids. The boys yeah. would be 100% invested yes. just because of the action. Um, I watched it with my husband. He absolutely... Yes. He thought it was great. But I really did like that there was... Like, not a lot of violence, mm-hmm. not a lot of intimate scenes, not a lot of, like, vulgarity. So, overall, yeah, it was really a really clean. clean movie. And it kept you, like, on the edge of your yes, seat. Yes, it so, did. It was cool. I, I thought they did a really good job with that. I think so, too. And recommend to a friend? I would. Yes, 100%. Yeah. I'd recommend it to you in a heartbeat. She did recommend it to <laughs> yeah. me. She went I'm like, to, hey, she, <laughs> I went before you. She, she did. <laughs> she she knew I was going yes. on, when did I go, Saturday night? And you were like, I already saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Want me to spoil it for you? <laughs> I did not spoil it. I but I no will spoilers. say you were great because you texted me literally 10 minutes before I'm about to walk into the movie. She's like, and I get my phone and she's like, we should do a, the podcast episode on this. I'm, I'm like, like, you already saw it. <laughs> and I know we're supposed to be doing historical fiction, but hey, we're going to figure it out. How to <laughs> <laughs> Why That's did right. we pick historical fiction? You did. Oh, we did. <laughs> I mean, no. Why did we put this in? No, oh, we did this because we're like, well, we can call it a throwback to our childhood. Because it's our historical exactly. fiction. Exactly. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> This movie, really old. This movie came out when I was year zero. Yes. And according to my kids, they used to say, back in the olden days, mom, when you were young. <laughs> so, 1986. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, guys. Thanks. For those of you out there that were born before 1986, we love you. Yes. <laughs> so that'll actually wrap up our portion that we don't do spoilers. So if you guys haven't watched it, we yeah. very much encourage you to go do so. And then you can hop back on and you can actually catch us the rest of it with our podcast. Yeah, we're not going to give away any more no. except for this. But don't miss the actual that rest of this right. podcast. So we are going to actually, we talked about this. So mm-hmm. before we dive into the spoilers of Maverick, which is the sequel to Top Gun, um, I think it would be great for us to really understand like where Maverick is at in his fictional life right now. So we're just going to take, bear with me, a trip down memory lane to 1986 to the first Top Gun, the original, the OG, if you will, um, and talk about that overview plot and why it leads into or lends itself really well to the sequel, which is Maverick. So even if you don't want to go, just take the walk with us, okay? That's right. <laughs> um, so Maverick and his co-pilot, Goose, uh, Nick Bradshaw and Pete Mitchell, Maverick, mm-hmm. they are co-pilots. They're also best friends. They do a lot of stuff together. We first meet them when the movie opens. They're on a ship. They do lots of really prankster, like, jokester things. That doesn't really go over well in the military, folks. I was in the military. It doesn't go well when you're trying to be unique. Um, That's just (laughs) not how they roll. But they are best friends. Um, They get into this training school for top pilots in the Navy called Top Gun. It's fictional, right? There's not a real place called Top Gun. Um, Because we did actually have questions about, is it a real place? Mm -hmm. It's not. So... Once they get in, um, they are competing through these training rounds for the first and second place of this um, flight school, top pilot flight school uh, award, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. It's like yeah. a trophy thing. Hey, you know more than I do. <laughs> I'm yeah, like learning that's what they're competing <laughs> for. Um, they're competing for like their name on the board as the top pilot. Okay. Yeah. 
So during one of their routine rounds, and this is, we're going to skip a lot in this Mm -hmm. movie, but during one of their routine um, training sessions, so Maverick, Tom Cruise, a.k.a. Maverick, and Iceman, who was Val Kilmer, um, his call sign was Iceman, they were kind of frenemies, Mm -hmm. meaning they both were really cocky, arrogant, wanted to be the best. Iceman was known as being a really... um, by the book flyer, meaning he didn't take a lot of risks. He was very calculated. He was very knowledgeable, but he wasn't, he was the opposite of Maverick who literally was like fly by the seat of your pants. I, he says in one part, I don't think if I think I die, I just do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Um, (laughs) and so those two are very different and they're obviously competing to have their name on the boards. During one of their routine missions, they were like messing around, kind of egging. Maverick was egging Iceman on because Iceman was in line to take a shot during one of their training missions um, with his missile. And um, he, I guess, like he's very calculated, so he froze, right? He didn't take the shot. And then Maverick with uh, Goose as his co-pilot was right behind him and was like, well, if you're not going to take the shot, then move, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he approaches uh, Iceman's jet too closely. Mm -hmm. And what actually happens is something that happens in real life. So if you get too close, the propulsion and the back of the jet, it's called jet wash, actually will extinguish it has the power to extinguish one of your jet engines. And so that's what happened to Maverick and Goose's jet. So they got too close. They were caught in the jet wash. One of their engines was um, extinguished, which put, which put them into what's called a flat spin, mm-hmm. meaning the aircraft is in an uncontrollable spin towards the ground. They weren't able to... Um, recalculate the aircraft and so Maverick finally sends, says in one of his lines in famous lines in the movie that we have to eject 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 so Maverick is able to actually eject from the aircraft safely when Goose goes to eject his head hits mm-hmm. so hard on the top canopy of the jet and you have to remember they're going hundreds of miles an hour yeah. they're very very high in the air over 5,000 feet so it immediately kills him he suffers mm-hmm. a fatal blow to his head and it kills him. Both of them are parachuted into the Indian Ocean, and um, it's there that Maverick learns that his co-pilot and his best friend has died. And Maverick takes that on as a personal uh, responsibility because he was flying um, in a very risky situation. He didn't give Iceman time to get out of the way because he was so impulsive. Mm -hmm. And ultimately that ended with his friend, best friend dying. Mm. So I just wanted to say that because that's really where Maverick's head is. Even 36 years later, Mm -hmm. as we find him in the opening of the movie, he a hundred percent has that huge weight of the death of his best friend on his shoulders. Yeah. And that's really the context behind where we are today when Maverick opens. That was and that's so it. good. <laughs> Since I haven't seen the movie, I was like, wow, I wish you would have told me all of this instead of my husband. He's like, Goose dies. <laughs> you know? So I should have called Goose dies. <laughs> no, it was really interesting. And one other thing that I will mention right before we get into um, Maverick is what I didn't know, and I actually did some research. It's on the military website, is there were um, real commercial and retired pilots that were working on 
the aerial scenes for the original Top Gun. Mm-hmm. So they were doing all the inverted tail spins and they were trying to get those actual camera shots because the director and Tom Cruise really wanted the real yes. shots. Well, unfortunately, one of the commercial pilots, his name was Art Scholl, he went into a real <gasps> inverted tailspin to try and get oh. the shot. He ended up, he radioed in at 5,000 feet that he was having a problem and he couldn't correct himself mm-hmm. and then he radioed in at 4,000 feet and then he radioed in, he radioed in again at 1,500 oh, feet to say God. I have a big problem oh. his aircraft he crashed and oh. his aircraft wreckage was later recovered but he never was oh. um, but he is responsible for doing some of the really great aerial shots mm-hmm. in the film so I just wanted to call that out that it was yeah. a really sad yeah. um, event that happened on the original movie but just how dangerous it is yeah like they were the stunt men and women and the aerial and commercial pirate or the the retired and commercial mm-hmm. pilots that were trying to get the shots for the movie were really taking their lives into their yeah. lives. Wow. that's all for me now let's get to the happy stuff <laughs> all right i feel like i just brought us all down <laughs> it's a fun movie folks we promise yes. <laughs> All right, so as previously mentioned, we are going to get into all the good stuff. So if you've not watched this, go ahead, stop watching or listening to us, and then go and watch it, and then come back and listen to us. Yeah. So now we are getting into how the movie starts with Pete Maverick Mitchell in the desert, yet again pushing boundaries and doing things he's not supposed to do. He's real good at that. Yeah. (laughs) So the project he's been working on is about to be closed down because the Navy believes that times are changing and certain things are relics of a bygone age and are no longer needed, in the words of his admiral, I believe. I was like, whoa, you're a mean guy. <laughs> and basically saying that of Mavericks is like, you're a dinosaur. Yeah, Get that he out. needs to like retire. Yeah. yeah. So Maverick decides, I'm going to put my life on the line and my career, and I'm going to show them that this this is not, I'm not too old, the Jets aren't too old, nothing's too old, and we're doing this thing. So <laughs> they're usually are not supposed to go to Mach 10, so they were doing this trial to see, like, can they actually go Mach 10? Yeah. Which is really fast. Yeah. Like, super-duper fast. So he gets in, and... It's like a crazy scene. I love it. The guy's like coming. They're like, oh, he's oh, coming. Oh, the admiral? Yes. He's like, yes. the base at Harris. Yeah. Yeah. And so Maverick's like, no, we're getting it before he comes. And they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, you know, your career is going to end. He's like, yeah, we're doing this. So he gets in. He, he um, ends up getting the plane up to Mach 10. And the guys are like, it's good. It's good. Don't push Yes. Me. And he has to. Always. <laughs> he's Maverick. He's like, just yeah. a little bit just more. Just a little. And did he get it to like Mach, was it 10.5? 4.5-ish. Oh, that's a good question. It was something like that, and then the plane decides, I'm not doing this, and gives up. <laughs> it starts burning. He has a very narrow escape. Yeah. He ends up out in the middle. Was it in the desert or where? <laughs> he ends up in this small town. <laughs> Stumbling into this, like, diner. Everyone's staring at him like, what are you it's doing? It's like this small, small town diner, and he looks like an alien. Yes, he does. <laughs> They're all like... He has to wait just for a glass yes, of water. and they're just staring at him creepily. He it was says, funny. where am I? And the kid says, Earth. <laughs> yes. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so it doesn't go well for him. He at crashes all. and burns. Yeah. So he's about to be thrown out of the Navy. 
yet again because this is bad happening several times yeah. in his career. Like he's still only a captain, which he should be way higher. Oh, that's a good point. He was only a captain yeah. still. And they kept saying that throughout the movie. Like, really? After all this time, you're still a like captain? Like 30, 36 yeah. years plus, <laughs> you're still a captain. Yes. But lucky for him, he has his, it was his nemesis, but now turned friend that yeah. she had talked about from the previous movie, Tom Iceman Kaczynski. Now he's the admiral in the Navy, so he steps in and fights for him to stay in the Navy. And then, but to kind of coincide with that, he's like, well, you have to stay in, but you had to teach this elite group of pilots how to fly a nearly impossible mission. And guess where you had to do it? A Top Gun. Top Gun. Yes. <laughs> where he didn't want to be. And he actually had tried to do it. It talks about that, like, for two months one time. And it was like, nope. I'm yeah, it. didn't he fail? Yes, yeah. <laughs> miserably. It's like I tried. <laughs> yeah, for I tried. sixty days. <laughs> but okay. Iceman knows he's the only man for the job. Of course, Maverick. He isn't so sure he's the man for the job, but he doesn't have any other option because he's blown every chance he's been given by doing nothing by the book. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> yes. So he's like, okay. I got to do it or else. So it's like, do it or don't or be forever done with flying. And flying to him was like the air he breathed. Oh, that's, yeah. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Go you. Yes, just like in Bridgerton was like the air that he Yeah, breathed. it was literally. <laughs> I had to do a throwback to that, guys. Yes, you <laughs> did. listen to our Bridgerton and you'll get that inside joke. Yes. <laughs> so you can't honestly imagine doing anything else because it is everything to him. But there is a huge obstacle in his way. He finds out that Bradley Rooster, Bradshaw, the son of his friend and wingman that died so tragically, which Jill was so eloquently telling us all about. <laughs> and that did happen about 30 or so years ago. Mm-hmm. And then he's on the team. And so, but since <laughs> poor Maverick has no choice, he does very hesitantly take the job. Yeah. And he's like, well, what do I do? So then we find him back at his old stomping grounds, Top Gun, where he gets his orders and goes to his old hangout place. And he ends up running into an old flame or love interest, Penny. Penny! Yeah, Penny Benjamin. I, I didn't know who she was because my husband didn't tell me that part. Oh, so really? I'm like, I knew that it wasn't the other lady in the other movie, but I'm like, Kelly who McGillis, is this? I know. Yeah. Kelly McGillis, a.k.a. Charlie. Yeah. Um, Penny Benjamin actually didn't show up in the original movie, but she was when uh, Goose was at the piano in, like, one of the famous scenes when he was playing Great Balls of Fire with his son, now Bradley, mm-hmm. um, and his wife, played by Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. That was her first cameo appearance. It was. Too. Yeah, oh. and original. She's so young, man. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. I know. But anyway, um, they were talking about. They were teasing Maverick about his on again, off again relationship with Penny Benjamin, who's the admiral's daughter. Okay, so that so, makes more sense because I was, I was like, who is this? Yeah, <laughs> but I kind of pieced it together from everything throughout the movie. Yeah, which they did a really good yes. job in bringing back. Not. Obviously, Kelly McGillis didn't come back, which there's a lot of controversy around mm-hmm. that. We won't get into it. Right. But they did bring back that character, at least that's canon yes. in the Top Gun yeah. movies. So I thought that was cool. And then she happens to own the bar that they used to hang out at. Yeah. What's so the bar called? And I do not know that. I was trying to look it up. Do you know? Hard Deck. See? <laughs> I knew she'd know. I am <laughs> ridiculous. A, a diehard fan, guys. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm like, that's the best name. Yes, it is. And then I honestly didn't think she was very happy to see him. What were your thoughts on that whole shenanigans? 
Um, it was it was really funny yes. that relationship. That poor man. He had to. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get into it, but he went broke that night. Yes, and I didn't know what it was all about because I think I had to take my daughter to the bathroom. That's another problem about going to movie theaters. It's like right in an important part. Your, Your kids have like, to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, really? Can't you hold it? No. <laughs> So I'm running around, and I still didn't know. I had to ask my son, like, what was that all about? Oh, she made him pay for everyone's drinks. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> it was really funny. So one of the rules is when you get to the bar, she has on a sign that he didn't read, you can't have your phone on the bar, so no smartphones yep. on the bar. And then the other one is... Oh, what's the other one? There's two I, I more. I just it all. Uh, there was two more, and he broke both of those. I was like, oh. I just remember I came back, and she was ringing the bell, and he was having to pay. And then I he, think it was don't try and pick up the hostess. Oh, okay. Like, don't try and flirt and with there her. You yeah, go. there you go. She rang that bell. Yep. And then he tried to pay, and it was embarrassing because his credit card bill got to cry. Yeah. He didn't have enough cash. He's like, uh, and then she's like, you know what to do, guys? The guys come over and throw them out. Yeah, what what did they say? Throw them out? They were just throwing them out. I think so, yeah. And they just threw them out. And I was like, ow, that would hurt because they threw them hard. Yeah, they just threw them out. It was funny to me because all of the young elite pilots were at the bar as well. Including um Including Rooster, mm-hmm. sorry. So Goose's, these are their call signs, Goose's yeah. son. <laughs> and they were all making fun of him because he was like, oh, geezer pops, they were calling out. Yes. It was really sad. <laughs> it was. And then you see, after he got thrown out, that little, he was kind of looking through the window and he, because he heard the song. Oh, yeah. That they used to sing Great Balls of Fire. Was Great that Balls it? of Fire yes. at the piano. Yes. And they'd done a flashback too with Goose and when Rooster was young and all of that. So you could see, I kind of, you could see the emotion yeah. that Maverick again was fighting with. Yeah. And and he ended up leaving. He, he had just, tears in his eyes. Yeah. And I started tearing up, yes, too. and I thought so, too. And my son's like, no, no, he wasn't emotional. I'm like, yes, he was. Like, we got he in this whole really fight sad. over it. <laughs> I do want to say, I was telling my husband about this, too. I think the movie did such a great job in casting um, Rooster, yes. who is in real life. Oh, my gosh. I'm blanking on the actor's name. Taryn Wells? No. No. I think that's a Christian singer. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got it. It's Miles Teller. Good job. <laughs> I just had to Because I had no idea. I just knew it was not Torin Wells. <laughs> Torin Wells? Miles Teller, Torin Wells. That's that right. could be similar. I just yeah. inverted the, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but anyway, I do think that they did an excellent job in casting Miles mm-hmm. um, from a physical perspective because yeah. he looks exactly like Anthony yes. Edwards, who plays the original son. Goose. Yeah. yeah. And then um, in his mannerisms, like mm-hmm. that scene where he's playing the great balls of fire with the sunglasses, yes. with the stash, with all yes, of the all of it, with all of it <laughs> was really a, a good choice. And I, I do think like if I had seen the original and this movie back to back I would have thought oh wow you know what I mean like it actually could be his son so great job there I thought they did good too so we're moving on moving on so the next morning he meets this is Maverick he meets the 12 pilots that he's going to train and so to determine what their weaknesses are 
Because he's like, you know, the enemy's going to know your weakness and find your weakness, so I'm going to find it to help you. Yeah. And so he puts him through practice dogfights where he is the enemy, and they have to shoot him down before he shoots them. Yes. <laughs> that was crazy. I so, loved it. So crazy. Yes. And so then one of them, I can't remember which one, got a big mouth, and they decide to have a bet. And they're like, because we can shoot you down. And Maverick's like, oh, yeah, you want to try? And so they're like, whoever does shoots down first, well, we'll you'll have to do the 200 push-ups. So, like, if Maverick shoots them down, they'll have to do 200 push-ups. And they think, of course, well, he's just an old guy. We can yeah, do Yeah, they do. So, yeah, you're going to be the one to do in 200 push-ups. Nope. Every Not single sure. one of them. The yeah. next film sequence is every <laughs> single one of them. He's like, you're dead. You're yeah. dead. You're dead. <laughs> and he did so good. He was, like, doing dives and all these things and crazy stuff. And they're like, where is he? Where is he? There he is. Yeah. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> Yeah, really I thought good. that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Um, he, to your point, he was trying to just drive them to the point of their limits. I, like yes. I don't know if in the writing the point was for them to fail, or the point was for them to see that he actually knew what he was talking about. Maybe mm-hmm. both. Both, yeah. to kind of point out their weakness, that they're not as good in, because they were the best of the best. Yeah, they were. And they're the so, top 1% yeah. of pilots. Well, that's kind of like, in one of the scenes, they're like, well, who's going to teach us? Because we're the best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, ta-da. Well, like, and I think that's really important. That's a good call out, because when he was in the room with Admiral Simpson, this comes a little bit later, yeah. but they... He tells them, he tells Admiral Simpson that everyone has told them that they are the absolute Mm -hmm. best. Mm -hmm. And so what he's saying is like, of course they're going to be hard to teach. You've told them that they're the best of the best. (laughs) And like, this is why we are at where we're at. (laughs) Yes. And they all have weaknesses that could actually cause their death. Yeah. So we need to get this figured out. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, the one that he had the most issues with, of course, is Rooster. Yeah. And we dive into all of that throughout the whole episode. And which we already mentioned because he's already upset that he thinks, well, Maverick killed my dad. Right. Basically. So that's a huge, like, chip on his shoulder already. And so (laughs) I think Rooster does the most uh, of the push-ups yeah. Out of all of them. He does. Because yeah. he just keeps letting his, he gets blinded by his rage and anger and he ends up not thinking and he gets shot down like every time. Yeah. And I think it's important to mention, remember that Rooster's a by the book flyer. Yes. Because well. of that. Right. Like because of what I went into earlier mm-hmm. about everything um, that Maverick is, he's trying to be the opposite because yeah. he believes that you being in an impulsive, reckless, non-thinking flyer, you True. got my dad mm-hmm. killed. Yeah. Right. And so, did you like that scene that actually him and Maverick both got into the downward spiral? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was so good. And they actually went below the hard deck of 5,000 feet. And to give you guys a brief explanation, because I had no idea that what, the, what that means, a hard deck actually... Say I don't know what the hell that means. Well, you know. <laughs> You're rubbing off on I me, heard you okay? Say, I heard you say a real second, and I was like, oh. I'm like, no, no, I did not. <laughs> but in simple terms, moving on, that means... That basically the altitude, which you must not go below. Yeah. And so like if you have 5,000 feet, that is it. You cannot go below it. Well, Maverick is like, nope. Well, in this case, they're pretty much going back to back and head to head because Rooster's not going to give up. So they're in this tailspin. Yeah. And then Maverick tells him like, it's your choice. I'm going to do what you do. I'm not going to pull up until you do. And Rooster is like, "Uh uh-uh. Like... (laughs) Both are really stubborn. Yes. And so he does pull up at the last second. They both survive, luckily. But because of that, Maverick is in trouble because he's the instructor. And so then he has a scene with Admiral Simpson, a.k.a. Cyclone. John Hamm. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Loving him. <laughs> yes. I think he did a really good job in this. And so then after being told in no uncertain terms by the Admiral that the flight deck will no way be lowered and every day he will be required every morning to give them a debriefing of what his instructional plans are for the day, I loved how Maverick <laughs> was so funny. He says, never, sir. Do you remember? Yeah. And then Cheekly hands him his new instruction plan. Oh, that was good. Yes. And it includes the hard deck being lowered to 100. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you need to submit to us your flight plans and instructional plans every day. And any, like differentiator yeah. or difference in the hard deck you need to submit it so he pulls the file yeah. out right away and it, <laughs> that was so like funny oh my like, gosh and Admiral Simpson does not like him no and I mean Maverick had a reason because in the new course of action they will be flying through a valley and if they went above the altitude they will be shot down by missiles yeah so that was very important and then I personally love the part where he explains to the Admiral that his goal is not only to train them how to complete the mission but also how to come home alive oh yeah and we really see how he has wrestled the past 30 some years with the heavy weight of guilt that has been resting heavy on his shoulders like Jill said from what happened to his friend and comrade Goose yeah. and even though it wasn't technically I mean his fault in a way it was and he yeah. definitely feels like that so. so let's break down what the pilot's mission actually is yes so this is what gets me pumped <laughs> And I will definitely let her take it because I'm like, nope. (laughs) I love listening to you, but I have no idea. So the mission, which is a nearly impossible mission, is each of these 12 pilots have two and a half minutes, two minutes and 30 seconds Mm -hmm. to get into the spot and hit the target of a uranium... Checkpoint, like where uranium is being produced mm-hmm. and and contained, and so they have to literally go through a mountain pass because where the uranium is being stored, created and stored, is in um, kind of like a crater. Mm-hmm. So it's tucked into the mountain range. So they have two and a half minutes. The clock starts as soon as they get to the mountain range to fly a hundred feet above the ground. So the hard deck to April's point, a hundred feet. They can't go above that because just above them is their missile systems. Mm-hmm. So their radar and missile systems pick up at above a hundred feet. Mm-hmm. In order to skirt that and get to the target, they're flying through this crash course, literally, yes. of a steep mountain range into a crater, mm-hmm. and they have. Literally, I think it was within 50 feet of the target to hit this tiny box. Um, They have to blindly go in. So there's two miracles that need to happen. Mm -hmm. One, they have to get there within the two and a half minute Mm -hmm. time frame. The first group has to get there within a minute, drop their their, um, missiles. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they have to get out. The second group has to come in right behind them. So they have to be equally spaced Mm -hmm. and still within the two and a half minute time range to detonate. And then what's really crazy after those two miracles happen is they go into an area known as the coffin something like coffin that. I can't remember off crate the top or of my head so yeah it's like the coffin crater coffin something i'm going to have to google it but this is essentially where they're going to be flying with such force um, from a low point to the highest point of a mountain mm-hmm. to get over it that the air and the G-force actually crushes their lungs and crazy. their skull. Oof. And so it makes them black out. Yes. Now, during that time is when they actually will get picked up for just a few minutes on radar as well. So mm-hmm. it's literally... 
literally like they have to keep alive, number one, keep breathing and not pass out Mm -hmm. while crushing pressure rests on their lungs and their skull. And they also have to not be killed by missiles. Yes. And then if the jets pick up on them and come after them, then they have to, can't really outrun them. No. Oh, that's right. There's also... um, disarmed planes that the enemy can get to and they can't outrun that technology. So they have all sorts of stuff going on. So basically they're looking at like, oh my gosh, this is an impossible mission. (laughs) And and they're trying, but they're getting real upset real fast. Yeah. They're like getting very frustrated, which I understand. They're like, this is... Well, and they're just not like maverick because even though they're good, they're not quite as reckless as him. No, they do a lot of thinking. Yes. And he even tells Rooster that. He's like, just don't think, just fly, just like he did in the other movie. I know. (laughs) What's when they actually go to do the mission, we'll get to that. There's a really funny part where I was like, this is hilarious. But yeah, okay, so moving into the next, like, sequence Mm -hmm. of the movie is they're not working together as a team. At all. Whatsoever. So, I'm sure this is Jill's favorite scene, guys. Which one is it? (laughs) When the guys are on the beach playing football and they're all shirtless without a doubt. Without a doubt. (laughs) How did I know? So, we were watching this movie. Literally in the theater, my husband, like, within a second turns to me. I was like, what what am I going to say here? You know? We all know. What am I going to say? <laughs> oh, my god! I paid to watch this movie. I'm not going to look away. That's right. <laughs> but I will, just comparing this to the first movie, it was really funny because we we were talking about this. The first movie, they were playing beach volleyball. Mm-hmm. This movie, they're playing beach football. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, both of them, they have their shirts off yes. and they're lean, mean fighting yes. machines. But I just thought it was funny how I was like, oh, how come they're not playing volleyball? Is that not cool? I guess not. We're, we're now into any. In 1986, <laughs> it was the sport to do, yeah. man. And now they're like, I won't be caught dead playing volleyball. No. Football. Football. Yeah. Bring but volleyball back. I also got to say that Tom Cruise, I'm like, really? This many years has passed? He's still looking good. Okay, well, I didn't have that in my notes. No, but, but I was like, he is still ripped. He's he's like 60, probably. I don't know. <laughs> all the six-year-olds listening out there. I'm like, no, but our body ages, and to keep up, I'm like, already, I have already aged in ways that I did not think possible by my age. So I'm like, just to keep up in the amount of work that he has to put Yeah, into I that. agree. And I think he did a really amazing job overall. In all yeah, he looked like he was, like, he's, could fit right in with yes. those 20, 30-year-old like, pilots. <laughs> I wasn't the only one in the theater <laughs> at the football scene trying to call me out. Yes. And the other thing I thought was funny about that scene was when the Admiral was looking all over for them. And then he finally finds them and he demands to know what Maverick is doing. And Maverick just nonchalantly says, I'm making them a team like you wanted, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has nothing to say, so he just walks away. Yeah. I love... Can we just give John Hamm a shout out? Because he is... I saw him in Mad Men. This is the last point I'm going to make, I promise, because we need to get through the movie. But he, as far as an actor, is so, like, he can just give these nonverbal cues with his face and doesn't even have to say anything. And you understand exactly what he's feeling. Yeah. Like, you understand he does not like Maverick. He doesn't even have to open his mouth right. and say he doesn't like him. He just has this way of, like, just 
telling you exactly how he feels without <laughs> telling you. Yeah. And I saw him. I loved Mad Men, which was a series that he was in. Same way there. Mm-hmm. He was a very quiet character, but you didn't need all of that because he immediately showed you like what he was feeling, his emotions all yeah. over his face. So really good job. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. So then the following day, they continue their training where they start practicing maneuvering at a lower altitude to practice moving around the mountains, as we mentioned, where the mission is without getting shot down by missiles. Yeah. And then they continue to fail in various areas like timing, turns, and so on and so forth, in my son's words, <laughs> lowering the morale of the team. As the team progresses, they continue to struggle and fail at reaching the deadline until the deadline is shortened from three weeks to a single week, which is crazy, due to the enemies bringing in the supplies earlier than anticipated. Yeah. So it was already hard. They were already failing. And then, boom, you have a week to do it. Yeah. So due to the sudden changes and Maverick continuously failing to follow orders, again, he has dropped his instructor and on the same day he finds out that Iceman passed away. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. And then he attends a funeral and then meets Penny later that night to seek help about his issues and they end up, in my son's words yet again, doing some oola lawing, whatever that means. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he was helping me write up my notes, and that's what he put in there. I'm like, okay, good. He said, ooh la la. Yes. Okay. And I'm Shout like, out to Peyton. And I said, good well, in Jill's words, it's canoodling. And he's like, what the heck is that? <laughs> good for him for yeah. writing that. <laughs> so the daughter is supposed to be away, so they're, you know, doing what they're doing <laughs> for the night. And don't worry, guys. As I mentioned, it is not like the first season of Bridgerton, to my very big relief. Yeah, that's, it was not. <laughs> no, my daughter they made it was family there. friendly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was sitting there, and I had my hand over her eyes, and my husband had his hand over her eyes, and we just kept waiting, and nothing happened. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, and I think that was really great, though. They made it, yes. they made it accessible to us and our kids. Yes. Where, like... In the 1986 version, I don't know why I was nine years old watching that, but my parents didn't care. <laughs> I don't know. Why and I hadn't watched it when I was 37. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. So they did end up in that, I, I believe this is when it happened, when they had that important conversation. Do you remember yes. that? Where actually she asked them, like, you know, why does, why does he rooster hate, hate you, you so much, basically? And it, we find out that there's actually multiple reasons, not just the reason of his dad's death, but that actually a few years ago, Maverick pulled uh, Rooster's papers and set him back four years. Yeah, he pulled his Naval Academy application. Yeah. And that would be crazy. So it took him that much longer. And we do find out then that Maverick answers. And the reason behind the why is because it was the dying request of Rooster's mom. Yeah. But also because Maverick didn't think Rooster was ready at that time and was trying to protect him and be like the dad he lost. Yeah. But of course, Rooster, he doesn't know any of this. And he is just mad and angry and like, why? why He's really resentful. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was really sad. And then, you know, Maverick, he was actually so sweet in this. And he's like, he doesn't want him to have to wrestle with hating the mom. Yeah. And he's like, he already despises me for what he, you know, what I did with his dad and how I let him down in that. And his dad's dead. So I might as well just bear this, the brunt of this too. Yeah. So he doesn't have to feel that way about his mom. So I thought that was really sweet. I did too. That's a, that's yeah. a really good call out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, in the middle of this whole conversation and everything, the daughter comes back. <laughs> This was so funny. Yes, it was hilarious. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so then he ends up jumping out the window, and then he's, they think they're so stealthy and everything. And then, boom, the daughter's right there staring at him. Everyone in the theater was <laughs> laughing yeah. so hard. She just stares at him, and yes. he's like, 
hi. Uh, hi. And then she's like, you better not break her heart this time. Yeah. The daughter's so, yes. so good. I like her. Yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> funny. <really> good. <laughs> and then he jumped we, out the window for nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they did have, like, a conversation, I think, at that same time about how Penny was like, you know, you have to give these these pilots a reason to think that they can actually complete the mission. Right. And so because of her advice, he listens to it, takes it to heart, and he ends up deciding to show the team that the mission isn't impossible after all. Oh, they, that's so funny because he's in Mission Impossible, yeah, movies. exactly. <laughs> that's my own little joke. <laughs> I was wondering if you would get Oh, that. my gosh. That was so brilliant. I did I get do you have my moments. <laughs> You're so funny today. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't even had a margarita. I know. She's had no peach margarita. That's right. So anyway, he goes back to the base, completes the mission himself. And of course, again, he's not supposed to be doing this. He's been kicked out. But he's like, you know, I'm going to do it for them. So he goes, he shows him that actually it is possible, resulting in him being put on the team itself as a team leader and bolstering the team's morale. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the Admiral isn't too happy about it, but he's like... I have no choice at this no, point. No, and we saw how he, what he was doing when he was leading the team. And I was like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. He was like putting the... the he changed the yeah. hard deck limit again. Back to 5,000. And they're all like, okay, so we're going to be dead. And like, he's like, you have... What did he change it to? <laughs> three four minutes or, or three four minutes. something crazy. I and think they, they were all like, uh, we're going to die. <laughs> yeah. They were all looking at each other. And then it was so awesome when they were all seeing Maverick like do it. And they're like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. And when he did, it was just so amazing. Yeah. I loved he that almost part. killed himself. Yeah. He almost blacked out, but he, he did. did. But he Coffin's did. Corner. That's what it is. Okay. Dang it. I said Coffin's. I don't know what you said. Cave? <laughs> all right. They'll forgive us. Coffin's Corner. Coffin's Corner. <laughs> Please forgive us. All right, so we're moving right along. And so the time does come for Maverick to decide who's going to be his wingman. Yeah. And it was between Rooster and Hangman. Yeah. Which we did see earlier in the movie that they had kind of the same frenemy thing going on that in the first movie, Iceman and Maverick did. Yeah. But they had a little falling out. They made it up and everything. But they both were really good, actually, pilots. Yeah. But Rooster was a little bit safe yeah like we mentioned rooster played it safe yeah and so he was really close to choosing hangman but then he's like you know what i'm gonna believe in rooster yeah and so he chooses him and then he also chooses phoenix bob payback coyote and they're all gonna fly with him i love bob yes and actually that was <laughs> my my son did too he's like i really relate to him <laughs> i love bob we didn't talk enough about bob but no. i like him yeah uh we also should mention that Hangman got his call name because he leaves his other women yes. behind. So was, yes. not necessarily someone you would want to have on your team right. as your mission leader. No, and he was a really good pilot, but he, he did do that. Yeah. Like, hey, bye. <laughs> so. Yeah. So the team heads out. It is Maverick followed by Phoenix and Bob and Rooster, Payback, and Coyote. Um, so Maverick actually at the... He sets the clock, 2 minutes, 30 seconds. He completes the first miracle, which mm-hmm. is targeting and um, and allowing the target to be detonated with bombs. And then the second team with Rooster heading that team would be the one that comes through and actually detonates it at the uranium site. So Maverick is successful. He gets um, ready to go into Coffin's Corner. Now, 
Rooster's actually too slow. He mm-hmm. needs to pick up the pace. And he's kind of his own enemy in his mind there. Um, so he tries to really channel, like, what would his dad do? Mm-hmm. And he keeps telling himself, like, don't think, just do, which is something Maverick has told him. Yep. So he immediately speeds up. And his teammates in back are like, you need to hold on. We know that you need to go faster. <laughs> but, like, we're we're still back here. Yeah. Um, but the... The great thing about the second miracle is it's pulled off. So yeah. Rooster's able to really detonate those bombs. They go off. They hit the target. All of them now are heading towards Coffin's Corner. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens next is they actually get ambushed. So once mm-hmm. they do hit the radar system of the enemy, and now once the enemy's been uh, alerted that mm-hmm. they're there, they are literally bombarded with missiles left and right. Like, it's crazy. It's like the 4th of July. (laughs) Like, they're trying to duck, weave, bob, Mm -hmm. invert to avoid being hit by one of these missiles. And for the most part, they're doing really well um, until Rooster actually is in the shot of one of the missiles. Mm -hmm. And so what Maverick does is he propels his jet in front of or propels his jet in back of Rooster so that that missile hits his jet and he takes basically the hit that was meant for Rooster. Now, the team's out of time. They have Mm -hmm. completed the mission, but um, they're getting radioed from the naval ship from Admiral Simpson that they have to go. Like, Mm -hmm. Maverick's been hit. This is just a part of your understanding of the mission. You have to get out of there and go. You have to leave him behind, unfortunately. Right. So they leave Maverick. Yeah. That was so crazy. I'm like, no. I know. How can they kill him? I knew that. I was like, he's going to be a hero in this, man. Um, So Maverick's down. Uh, They think that they see his, I was going to say ship. They see his, he's not a UFO. They see his jet go down. They see the flames. They kind of think in their minds, like, I didn't see a parachute. I didn't see Mm -hmm. him land. So he probably is gone. And they all head back to the ship. But Rooster decides to defy the orders that he was given. Mm -hmm. And as Maverick is being detected by the enemy helicopter Mm -hmm. and essentially being uh, showered with bullets because they're aimed right at him and he's running, Rooster comes up behind and ends up um, shooting down that helicopter that's trying to kill Maverick. I love that. I was like, saving the day. That is so awesome. Which was such a great... (laughs) So the funny thing about that is Rooster ends up going down in his jet and uh, Maverick is running after him. They get... He gets to him. You think they're going to hug. And he like shoves him to the ground. It's like, what are you doing here? And he, what does he say? He's like, I'm saving you. And then he, he's like, I told you to go back. And he's like, you told me to think. To not or think. not think and do. And then he's like, oh. Like, they both just look at each other for a second. I was like, only men. Yes. Only men. <laughs> Tell each other not to think. Yeah. So they end up, of course, hugging. It's an emotional mm-hmm. moment where both of them tried to save each other's lives. Yes. And they did. Mm-hmm. Um, they have no way to get out. Yeah. So they're behind enemy lines. They it's a they know that they're like literally have targets on their backs. So Maverick actually hatches a crazy plan to take one of the ancient mm-hmm. in in uh 
Go- or, I'm sorry, Rooster's words, <laughs> the ancient F-14 planes, mm-hmm. um, and they get in, they, they rig it. So, like, Maverick's like, hey, this is what I was used to flying 36 yeah. years ago. They rig it, um, and they get it up off the ground. Mm-hmm. They're able to get out on a very short runway because he uses it as, a, like, a taxi mm-hmm. way, like yeah. a very short taxi way. Um, and so they do lose their landing gear. They're able to get up in the air, but... At that time, the enemy did detect them. And the technology that they have on their fictional jets as Mm -hmm. well is just much more advanced than the F-14. Yeah. Um, So they do a great job for a while of dodging Mm -hmm. the enemy's um, ammunition and missiles. Mm -hmm. But it's the very last kind of few moments. They're out of ammunition. They're out of missiles. They can't outrun the enemy. And what happens? Yep. And then I'd also like just to mention how... Let's go back. Yeah, let's go back. Rewind. Uh, how Rooster kept telling him, like, fly, do those pilot things. I thought that was so yeah. cool. That was funny. Like, I am. Yes. And I was, like, so sad in this moment because I thought, oh, no, again, that they're going to actually kill them. Like, how can this happen? Yeah. And I was so invested. And then, ta-da, Hangman comes and saves the day. Here comes Hangman. I loved that. I know. That was so good. I, I loved like, Hangman where yeah. he goes, good morning, everyone. I'll be your savior for today. Yes. <laughs> so funny. That was so awesome. I loved it. Like, that whole last ending, like, the last, like, 15 minutes was just so great. Oh, it Like, was. it had just so much packed into it. And it I really did. loved it. They all get back. Yes. Rooster and him have this really great moment. Um... And Hangman, same thing, where they all mm-hmm. just kind of recognized that they were a team. They worked together as a team. They're really happy. Everyone came back. Even Admiral Simpson comes out, <laughs> even though he's kind of crotchety. Yeah. But he ad- admits that in the look that John Hamm does give mm-hmm. that, hey, you, you did a really good job. Yeah. That was really great. Yeah. I loved it. And then he's reunited with Penny. Yes, of course. So we <laughs> so all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, we think that, like, they're going to go the distance, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. All right. So we're closing this out, but what is your favorite moment? Oh, there were so many. I did really like the whole love stuff that they did. I really think that that just kind of did a different layer. And yeah. It really brought us in. And then just the, there's a few funny scenes that I liked between Penny and him. And then I did like the ending a lot of yeah. just how, like, Rooster ended up saving the day. And you could see the forgiveness. Because also he said, like, I just did what my dad would do. And I saved you. Yeah. And I really liked that. I did So too. what about you? Did you have, like, a really favorite, like... I like when everyone met Bob. <laughs> What's your name, Bob? He's like, what's your call sign? Bob. (laughs) He's like, I have so many questions on how you got that name. (laughs) But like, poor Bob is just the smartest guy. I'm like, I like Bob. He's got all the surveillance equipment and he's helping Phoenix. And she's like, this is my partner. (laughs) But I also love how um, Bob kind of found his courage. Like he was this really shy Mm -hmm. uh, naval pilot. But then Hangman would make these really, um, like, nasty comments to try and egg Bob on. And at one part, Phoenix and Bob were sitting together kind of preparing for their next flight. And Hangman had said something, and he was like, I'm not trying to be offensive. And Bob sits up, and he's like, but somehow you always manage to. I was like, that "That is the story (laughs) of my life. I thought that was so. I liked Bob. I thought his, I thought them developing his character because he did turn out in the end too to get through all the training and kind of find his confidence. Um, It was bolstered, and I thought that was really cool. So I I really liked his scenes. So was 
he your favorite character? Yeah, he was. He was. Bob was my favorite. I think Maverick, of course, because he's just, you know. Yeah. It was we knew he was. Yeah. Favorite. Bob was one of my son's favorites. And he also liked, was it Hondo? Hondo. Yeah. 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 Oh, Fanboy. I liked yeah. that call name. Yeah. Fanboy. Yeah. That was really funny. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I so a, I have a question okay. for you. What would your call sign be? Oh, God. <laughs> You need to think about that. I'll have to keep you all posted because I really don't know. I'm like, what would yours be? I know. I I have a feeling that you've thought about this long and hard. What? (laughs) Um, Oh, my. I have so many. See? I I think one would be Little Bird. Um, What's the other one? I think the other would be like Jokester. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that'd be it. That'd be it. I think I people would just name me based off stature. It'd be little something. Oh, that's so like sad. little J, little bird, <laughs> little something. I know, and they would probably pick ones that you don't want, though. <laughs> don't they usually? It's like okay, thanks. Like sometimes the like, nicknames I got when I was young, I'm like okay, like I did not like it. Mine would be like loudmouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine was smiley from my grandpa, which was okay. And then my dad, when I was like in high school, he started calling me Pearl, and I was always like thought it was because a pearl, like you know, Aww. like that. But then he's like, no, it's because you're my pearl, which was sweet, and I love it now. I'm like, oh, I'm your pearl, dad. But when I was in high school, and he'd be like, Pearl, Pearl, come here. Like this is awful. No, and it's also the in sponge. Bob, now that I think about it, it's a whale and Spongebob's <laughs> But I do love it because it's sweet, Dad, so thank you. All right, we got to think of better call signs. We do. We'll let you know. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. What we decide. But a serious question. Yeah. What did you think? Did this hold up to your expectation of, like, the first movie? Absolutely. Um, and I know we're going to get into whether we say stud or dud. Yeah. I think it's kind of obvious with the way we've been talking about it. I absolutely think they did such a great job. It is hard to pull off a cult favorite. Yes. Um fiction movie and Top Gun obviously is just up there right as like part of I'm sure it's probably in our archive library of Congress (laughs) as part of our American heritage movies I know there's a couple of them Mm -hmm. that they have Um, but it it was just an amazing movie back in 1986 when it was released I remember watching it with my family over and over I watch it still today um, and I think they absolutely did a great job with the sequel what about you I so second that I thought it was great I mean I did (laughs) not even I so don't think so (laughs) No, I mean, I hadn't watched the entirety of the first one. But again, I felt like they made it easy to understand. And yeah. I did really like that. I, and I just yeah. overall, like, I don't always like movies like this sometimes. Like, yeah. with, you know, a lot of flying and stuff because my husband loves it. And so I was like, okay, like, I'll go, you know. And Jill was doing, you know, going. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go before she does. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Rubbing in her face. <laughs> So, but I actually really did enjoy it. I was like, it kept me hooked the whole time. Me too. So I think it did amazing. It was really clean. Good for you, Tom Cruise. Because there was no, like I said, there was mild violence, Mm -hmm. like no intimate scenes that you'd have to like hide your kids' eyes for. The kids could enjoy it. Everybody could enjoy it. And it was such a great, like emotionally... pleasant movie and I mean he acted in it and then he also helped produce it and produce or whatever Mm -hmm. and so that's a lot yeah and then I loved in the beginning we were talking (gasps) about how he actually addresses everyone and I really thought that was cool yeah he did that yeah. was the first time I've ever seen an actor come on yeah. and address the audience yes, before like the that. film to say this is for the fans. Yes. I truly believe that they made this movie for the yes. fans. I'm sad that Kelly McGillis didn't. 
didn't make an appearance Mm -hmm. because Val Kilmer did. Um, And one other thing that we didn't mention before we close out, they used the same or similar soundtrack. Oh, yes. So Lady Gaga actually helped, which I was like, oh, come on. Lady Gaga. (laughs) No offense to her, but I was like, please don't, like, use those people. (laughs) You didn't want it to ruin. No, and I was like, oh, can you please not do something weird with the soundtrack? You know what I mean? Like, can you? But, no, they did such a great job. They kept the original songs, with the exception of, obviously, the Berlin song, Mm -hmm. Take My Breath Away, because that was uh, geared towards Kelly McGillis Mm -hmm. in that storyline. But they kept the original soundtrack, and I thought that was really a great move too. Yes. Overall, I definitely. So let's just move into Stutter Dud because we pretty much everyone can tell our answer. I'm a hundred percent stud. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I I highly recommend it. A great family film. I would spend the money to go again and I don't say that often. No. Uh, because it's like a hundred dollars for my family to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I know. I would watch it again though. Yeah, I would too actually. Yeah. So that was a really good one. Just make sure who you're watching it with in the movie theater. <laughs> My, my April in the theater, man. Okay. <laughs> but I guess that really wraps it up. That's it. Yeah, it is. We had a lot of fun, as you can tell, because we were laughing hard. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will look forward to catching you next time. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.